Hey there, Trojan fans. Welcome to another episode of Believe in USC Basketball. I'm your host, Chris Penrose. And wow, are we coming up on a huge three-game stretch slash into the Pac-12 season for the Trojans. Last time uh, we ran a show, we were talking about how USC was tied for first place in the conference after that amazing comeback win against Stanford. Uh, I know I've taken some time uh, off since then. Uh, A lot of things have happened. Unfortunately, the death of one of the greatest basketball players of all time, Kobe Bryant. Um, You know, that's something that, uh, you know, it's been uh, just about a month now, a little over a month maybe, uh, since his passing uh, and the other, uh, his daughter and the other seven people uh, on board that helicopter crash. Uh, My heart goes out to uh, all families involved. Um, It's just such an absolutely sad and tragic event that is that has happened and um you know i i took some time away from basketball i think a lot of people took some time away from basketball um and uh and now it's time to to kind of focus on the end of the collegiate basketball season and and get back on track a little bit so a lot has happened obviously uh since that stanford cal weekend at the galen center uh the trojans were sitting atop uh, the Pac-12 conference, and now, unfortunately, they have slipped, currently sitting alone in sixth place, sixth place at eight and seven in the conference, nineteen and nine overall. Um, but good news, uh, there's a big logjam. They're only two and a half games out of first place, with three teams coming up that are all ahead of the Trojans in the conference. Uh, big game against Arizona on Thursday. Arizona State's coming in. One of the hottest teams in the country. They have just won seven straight. Uh, they will be here on Saturday. And then a week from Saturday, UCLA, which is another one of the hottest teams in the country, uh, winning five games straight and looking like a completely different team than they looked uh, about eight weeks ago. So uh, UCLA is is nothing it's going to be completely different than what the Trojans saw at Poly Pavilion earlier in the season. So that is uh, obviously it's a big rivalry game, but uh, it's going to have big time Pac-12 consequences, especially going in to tournament seeding at the end of the conference season. So what's happened? The Trojans in the month of February are two and five, and unfortunately, it's not uh, a very good trend for. Coach Enfield, as his teams have not been particularly strong in the month of February. I think over his tenure at USC, his teams uh, are roughly have roughly a thirty-seven percent winning percentage in the month of February. They are two and five this year, including some very tough losses against Colorado uh, at home. Uh, two tough losses to the Arizona schools on the road. Uh, another loss at Colorado and Utah on the road. Uh, luckily, they did win at home. Uh, they beat Washington and Washington State, uh, two of the worst teams in the Pac-12. Uh, but they didn't have Big O, who was uh, suffering from concussion-like symptoms and had to sit out those two games. Uh, some of the biggest issues that I'm seeing with this team right now uh, is their lack of toughness. Uh, the toughness seems to be a big issue. Uh, a source that I uh, have that's currently involved in the Colorado basketball program, uh, said when the uh, Colorado team, right after they played UCLA at UCLA and lost, the Colorado head coach Tad Boyle 
called my phone, the new AD at USC, and basically said, hey, we're coming over to the Galen Center. We're going to blow you out, and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, those guys obviously know each other. Uh, Mike Bone was the athletic director at Colorado, hired Tad Boyle. They're very close, um, and that's a story that uh, a friend of mine over at Boulder shared with me. Uh, and Colorado came over to the Galen Center and, uh, and kicked USC's butt. Um, they were up by 30 at one point, ended up winning 78 to 57. And it's never really a good sign when the opposing coach says, your team's soft, we're going to come over and kick your butt, blow you out. And then they do that. Um, and that's something that you saw in the eyes of the SC players. As soon as that lead started to get up to 18 to 20 points in the second half, they didn't have that swagger and that confidence that they came out with against Stanford when they were down by 22 points. Uh, they started to kind of take bad shots. You started to see their shoulders shrug down, and they just weren't the same team. Um, and that's a mental toughness, and there's a physical toughness that needs to be addressed. And I know that Coach Enfield has been trying to address that. He's been having some tough practices. But, I mean, Big O is very strong, and mentally he seems very strong. By far, he is our – he he's the rock of this team. I've said it for years – Nick Rakosevich, it's very easy to get under his skin if you're an opposing player. And once you get into head, you can you can live in it. Um, and you can get him out of a game very quickly. Uh, Jonah Matthews, I think if he starts to miss a couple shots, he, he takes himself out of the game. Um, and then you have a bunch of freshmen and sophomores that haven't quite been there before. Um, another, another, you know, example of this mental toughness <clears throat> is when SC went to Colorado. They're in a really good game. Uh, they're down two with about a minute left. Coach Enfield calls a timeout. He's sitting there in front of his players, has the clipboard, draws up a play, and Elijah Weaver needs to take the ball to the right side of the court to start the play. Ball gets inbounded. What happens? He takes the ball to the other side. The play is completely out of whack. Elijah Weaver ends up throwing up a bad contested three-point shot. And instead of having an opportunity to tie the game or go up with a good play, SC basically turns the ball over because they couldn't get in the play that the coach Enfield drew up for them to begin with. Cannot happen. Especially at this point of the season. Cannot happen. Freshmen are no longer freshmen at this point. They're sophomores. Sophomores are no longer sophomores at this point. They're juniors. Everyone needs to grow up. This upcoming weekend basically is the crux of this season. SE has no big wins other than LSU. They have no big wins. They've dropped one to Oregon. That was a big opportunity. They dropped one or did they dropped two to Colorado. Those were big opportunities. The Stanford win doesn't look that good anymore. Stanford's dropped on the in the lower four spots of the Pac twelve. If UCLA continues to win, that's gonna be like their best win in the conference. frustrating as an SC basketball fan it's frustrating because you see the talent and the pieces are there and then they'll go on these stretches like the first five minutes against Colorado when they went up 18 to 4 you're sitting here going that's the team that I saw against Villanova that's the team that I saw in the second half against LSU why can't we maintain that type of play when the defense is is playing hard it's one shot now. They're pushing the ball up the floor. They're getting open looks. Like when this team plays good defense and gets into transition, that's when they're at their best. 
They need to get back to that. Need to get back to it. And this is the weekend to do it. So basically, in my opinion, this is where this is this is where this weekend stands. <clears throat> the biggest game of Thursday is going to be UCLA versus Arizona State because that's going to be for first place in the conference. And if you were to tell me six weeks ago that UCLA would be playing for first place in the conference, I would have told you to get the hell out of the room because there's no way that would be possible. What Mick Cronin's done with UCLA has been absolutely incredible. To be totally honest with you, kind of reminds me of what Coach Floyd did in his first year at USC. We were pitiful at the beginning of the year. Now, having said that, we did have some big wins, uh, including one against North Carolina, who was ranked. But at the beginning of the Pac-10 season... We weren't playing so well. At the end of the Pac-12 season, we ended up beating a very good ranked Arizona team at home. Ended up beating a UCLA team that was number four in the country. And it really led us into you know, having a bunch of people coming back and having a good team for Coach Floyd's second season at USC. I feel like Mick Cronin is doing that with UCLA right now. That makes me a little nervous. But having said that, USC, on the other side of town... It's playing against a very good, very solid Arizona team. At Arizona, SC did not play well. They ended up coming back at the end, but Arizona was in control of that game 99% of the time. Uh, Zeke Naji is really their go-to guy, freshman from Minnesota. He's averaging 16 points and 8 rebounds. He and Big O are going to have to go at it. And Coach has to challenge Big O and just say, hey, you need to take him out of the game. Take him out of the game. Don't let him beat us. If he ends up getting a double-double, I think SC's going to have a very tough time winning this game. Next up is Nico Mannion, freshman from, from Arizona. He's averaging 14 points a game, three rebounds, five and a half assists, a steal. I mean, he he's a very, very efficient ball player. Very good point guard. Jonah Matthews. If I'm Coach Enfield, I say, Jonah, you're a senior. He's a freshman. Take him out of the game. Do not let him beat you. Coach Enfield needs to challenge Jonah Matthews and say, you are the better player. Go win this game. And win it on the defensive end by taking him out of the contest. After that, Josh Green for Arizona, decent player. He's averaging 12 points. He can shoot the three. Can't let him get hot from three. Dylan Smith averaging eight points a game. Can't let him get hot. Uh, Chase Jeter did not play against the Trojans the first time around. Uh, Don't know if he's going to be playing in this contest. After that, the only other player that I'm really concerned about is Max Hazard coming off the bench. He's a Southern California kid. Went to Loyola High School back in Los Angeles. He's going to want to put on a show. Can't let him get hot from the perimeter. He's going to want to come in, jack up threes. And if you let him get hot, that's going to be an issue. SC's going to have to really D up on the perimeter. No three-point open looks. That's key. Secondly, no offensive rebounds. One and done. As soon as the shot goes up from Arizona, box out, rebound, one and done. That's it. No second chance opportunities for the Wildcats. Offensively, I'd like to see them work through the post a little bit more. It's been one of the biggest issues the second half of the Pac-12 season not being able to get the ball into Big O. There's about a million different things you can do to help him out. A little flex cut from someone in the uh, in the corner. Flex cut off of Big O. The big guy's going to have to help out or they're going to have to switch. 
That'll create an easy mismatch for Big O to get the ball inside. Once he gets the ball inside, teams are going to have to double-team him. Once that happens, that's a perfect opportunity to start swinging the ball to get an open jump shot. Get the ball into the post. Everything against Arizona needs to run through either Nick Rakosevich or Big O. That's the only way we're going to score points against this team. Arizona isn't a great defensive team. Sean Miller always wants his guys to be able to D up. He's really tried to coach defense. and the past, he's had some good defensive teams. This particular team isn't that good. We can get open shots off them, get them, make them. Done deal. I think SC really has a chance to win this game. And if they win this game, that will help with their confidence going in to Saturday against a very, very good Arizona State team who everyone's saying is the hottest team in the country right now. They've won seven in a row. And the previous game at Arizona State is one of the more difficult uh, games I've ever had to see as a USC basketball fan. And I know that's saying quite a bit. But SC was in control of that game the entire game until the last 10 seconds. How USC can hold Arizona State to one field goal in the last 11 and a half minutes of the game and still lose is beyond me. But this is how it happened. Poor offensive execution. Horrible, horrible free throw shooting. And then... A brain fart on the defensive end at the at the end of the game. Remy Martin gets a wide open shot to win it. Can't happen. Can't happen. SC's better than Arizona State. They are. And there's no reason why SC, SC shouldn't win this game. I don't think... I think the Arizona game is going to be tougher than the Arizona State game. I think SC will beat Arizona State. I think they're uh, more athletic. I, I definitely think they're better coached. Um, and I think all they need to do is make their free throws continue their defensive effort against Arizona State, which they did such a good job of at ASU, and they'll be just fine. Um, One of the other things Arizona State did that really got SC in trouble was the press break. Poor Ethan Anderson had a very, very tough game against ASU. They doubled him. I think he had like four turnovers, and then he made passes that put his teammates into horrible positions in which they turned the ball over. Against Arizona State, SC had 24 turnovers. You're, you're not going to win any games if you have 24 turnovers, especially against that press. It's just not going to happen. God, I'm looking at these stats. 10 of 17 from the free throw line. They went 1 of 6 in the last 10 minutes of the second half. 1 of 6. And a couple of those were front ends of 1 of 1s. God, cannot happen. God, it can't happen. Ugh. Anyway. ASU should be a win. They're playing very well right now, but I think that should be a win. And then, the big one. Going up against the Bruins. I'm really, really hoping that SC will be fighting for the fourth spot and a bye in the Pac-12 tournament when that UCLA game comes around. It's a 12-30 game. At the Galen Center, that place should be packed with Trojan fans. And that place should be loud in support of our guys. UCLA's been playing very well. They've won five in a row. Like I said, Mick Cronin has this team playing fantastic defense. The emergence of Chris Smith for UCLA 
as a very solid three-point shooter, averaging 13 points a game, getting five rebounds a game. He's he's really their go-to guy. Um, you know, I'd like to see Daniel Otomi start on him, really pressure him, uh, not let him get up any shots. Jalen Hill's been really tough inside, uh, averaging 9.7 rebounds a game. Uh, if you watch the Colorado game, um, Jalen Hill was very, very dominant. Um, and he's the reason, he's one of the reasons, but I think the main reason why they swept Colorado, uh, who was ranked uh, both opportunities UCLA played them. Other than that, Cody Riley's having a pretty good pretty good season. Uh, nine points, four and a half rebounds. Um, coming off the bench, you know, Jake Kyman. Uh, he was the reason why UCLA beat uh, Washington at Washington. And, you know, it's funny. He doesn't play a ton, averages about 11 minutes a game. But I, I haven't really seen the guy miss. And if he gets hot, that's a big issue for the Trojans. Uh, they're going to have to take their time on offense. You know that uh, UCLA is going to get in the passing lanes. They're going to go in saying, we're tougher than you, SC. We're going to beat you up. And SC is going to have to match that intensity and match that toughness or else it's going to be a long day for the Trojans. So I can't, I can't explain enough and pronounce enough how important these next three games are for the Trojans. Literally the season and the NCAA tournament rests on the next two weeks and these three games at home. This is a perfect opportunity for three quad one wins for USC, in which they only have one of right now, and they need every good win that they have. If they win these three games, then they're twenty-two and nine, going into a Pac-12 conference champ or Pac-12 conference tournament, in which hopefully they get a bye, and then they if they can get at least two wins there. Then they'll be 24-9. They're a shoe-in for the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. So that's where we stand. Hopefully on my next show, I will be a little bit happier, a little bit more positive. Um, I feel like I'm a little, a little down on the team right now. I don't mean to be down on the team. I'm just a realist. I love these guys. I love this coaching staff. I think they have the ability to run the table in the Pac-12 tournament. I feel like they have the ability to win these next three games, but they have to put it all together. It's there. They just have to put it together. But I do love this team. I think these guys can be really special. We need Isaiah Mobley to get a little bit more healthy. He turned his ankle. Obviously, the whole team was sick uh, against Utah. There was a flu going around. Um, Everyone needs to get healthy. Everyone needs to get ready you know, we got a, a senior night coming up against UCLA for Nick and Jonah uh, and Daniel Tomey. That's going to be very important. Big night, a lot of emotion against your rival. Um, but the season isn't over. And there's still a very, very good opportunity to make the tournament. So let's go win three games and let's go make it. I'm Chris Penrose. Thank you for listening. Of course, uh, you know, please feel free to reach out with any questions. Uh, I love all the questions I get off Twitter and Instagram. Um, you know, hopefully you guys like my answers. I know some of you don't don't agree with me, but it's always good to to talk and converse about USC basketball. Uh, Twitter handle at cpenrose10. 
Same thing with Instagram. Uh, you can uh, download the show and subscribe to Believe. Uh, we are on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, you name it. Any, any podcast p- platform out there, we're on it. Uh, so appreciate all the love. Uh, talk to you guys soon and fight on.